Good afternoon slash morning, evening, whatever time it is you are coming in to check out Stories with Stories so we can talk about some of the current events that are going on in our world. Obviously, yesterday was a chaotic day. My plan was not to come in here to talk about an insurrection going on in our country. My plan was not to come in here and talk about you know, all this negativity that is out there. My plan was to simply come in here and talk, hey, we got a new president. Hey, Democrats won, the, won Georgia. That was my plan. My plane got thrown out the wayward about one o'clock yesterday. So I started by watching, you know, I wanted to see kind of some of the arguments about the Electoral College. And I just have it on mute in the background. I'm doing other stuff for my job, kind of knocking around, grading some papers, looking at some things, uh, checking out people, you know, you know, getting people logged in, communicating with other staff members. And I look up and they show a picture of the protest. I'm like, man, that looks crazy. And it's not processing in my head what is really happening. And here's why it's not processing in my head what's really happening. And it's quite simple. It's, it's the fact that nothing like this have we ever seen before in our country. Our Capitol building was built in the early 1800s. It survived only about 10 years at that point before it was burnt to the ground by the British in 1814. In which we stood up and in a... In, in, in a rise like the ash of the phoenix, we came out and said, listen, we're America. We believe in this democracy. We believe in what we're doing. We can rebuild it. And we did. And then for the next 206 years, nobody entered. Now, yeah, credit. The United States hasn't had a ton of war on their own ground, hasn't had a ton of fighting within their own soil. But that doesn't change the fact that our country was battered and bruised and you know went through some hard times. We went through a civil war where we fought each other. And those Confederate flags still never made it into that building. They never got the chance to take our capital. And because one deranged man who happened to get the most powerful position arguably in the world, because of one man, all of the, that great history has now been changed. For those of you who don't know a lot about me, in 2012, I lived in Africa. I lived in the country of Ghana and West Africa. And there is background and context to this story that I'm getting to, and that is... At that point, Ghana had successfully elected a new president and changed leadership to only two times. It's an entire history as a country, which only goes back to 1969, I believe it was. Maybe it's 1964. It's one of those ones. And they have all this going on, and they're in a presidential year just like we are, blah, 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 blah. And I remember just talking to people, being like, so what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen with this presidential year? And they were on edge. They were nervous because they didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know what the next step was for that. And I remember sitting there thinking like, dang, I do not know how lucky I am that I know when we go to an election that this is what's that like we're going to be okay. We're going to make it. We're going to be fine. There's not going to be war that busts out because two people disagree. No, we're a mature democracy that doesn't fall for the stupidity. We fell for the stupidity. Not all of us. Not most of us. But enough of us that yesterday 
I thought we were on the verge of civil war. I kept, I told my wife at one point as we're sitting there watching these rioters and, and terrorists, I'll call them terrorists, I think that's what they are, as we're watching those terrorists jump through the building and go in and invade our capital, I sat there and I said, I'm just waiting. And she's like, well, well, what are you waiting for? And I told her, I think there's going to be a bomb at some point. I think something bigger is about to happen. Now, this isn't over. Trump still thinks he won. He still is coming out and saying uh, he was, the election was stolen from him and this, that, and the other thing. And that's not going to go away. So that part of things aren't going to change. What needs to change is the rest of the rest of us. We can't just accept that these people are there. We can't just accept that this group of people was able to invade our capital and allow it to happen. Condemning with words is not enough anymore. Uh, Donald Trump came out in July after, I believe this was after the killing of Jacob, or I'm sorry, not the killing, but the shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It might have been right before, and this might have been tied to another one of the protests that that went on this summer with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything like that. So my timeline might be a bit off, but he went through and he said, listen, if you're going to break federal property, it's 10-year minimum. 10-year minimum for ripping down a statue of a Confederate soldier. For ripping down a statue that said, if you were black in America, you should be a slave. That's a 10-year minimum. Yesterday, he, after being pushed and pushed and pushed by everybody to condemn the violence that was going on, he not only never condemned the violence and condemned the invasion of our nation, he never said stop. He just said, go home. I pre And go home and I love you. Think about that. Go home and I love you. That's what your mom tells you when you're fighting with your wife. I love you, but go home. Make it right. It's not what you tell an angry group of terrorists who are trying to overthrow your nation. This kind of leads me down a wormhole to other things as well. Because now it's popping up all the new conspiracy theories about... You know, we're all sheep and we're just listening to all the stupidity of people, basically. And, you know, I do question. I go, man, if they're right, that's they're like good, kind of good for them. Like they nailed it. You know, that's awesome. But then I sit there and I go, okay, so if they're right, then there's like 50,000 people in the world who actually know what's going on. Then whatever. But if they're wrong and they're doing all these things and slandering all these people and innocently hurting people who shouldn't be need, who have no need to be hurt, where's the election fraud? Been hearing about it for two months. I've seen 60 court cases come up, 60 plus court cases come up to the Supreme Court, to the appeals courts, to state courts, to state Supreme Courts, to local courts, to this, that, and the other thing. Basically, if you name a type of court, we've seen it play out there. And the judge laughed at it almost every every single time. Trump-appointed judges laughed at this. There is no election fraud. 
He goes on and tells the state of uh, the Georgia Secretary of State over the weekend, listen, we won this by a couple hundred thousand votes, so just give us 11,000. And then that same week, his party can't beat two Democrats in a, in a state that is traditionally Republican. In the same week, those both happened within two days of each other. Listen, trust me, I know we won by a couple hundred thousand to losing again and, and losing the Senate and losing Republican ideals. You, the, Donald Trump has destroyed the Republican Party. Yes, he may have gotten record vote out turners, turnouts for a Republican. Great. But here's what's changed is that the people who are voting, these are first time voters probably who didn't have somebody who spoke to them. Unfortunately for the rest of us who are good law-abiding citizens who don't believe based on the color of our skin that we are better than somebody else, that's – those people are out of the woodworks. All it leads is more animosity because they walk around with their white privilege and they say, look at this. Yesterday – if you didn't believe in white privilege before yesterday and you had a chance to see – what yesterday looked like, that was the definition of white privilege. Again, I think it was in June or July, Donald Trump ordered the National Guard to stand on the steps of the Congress building that was invaded five, six months later. Stand on those steps and make sure they don't take our capital. That was never the intent of Black Lives Matter. Yesterday, he told the National Guard to go home. Yesterday, when the Department of Justice asked for more help, it wasn't signed off on. That was yesterday. But what about six months ago? What about seven months ago? What about law and order? You want to be the party of law and order, act like you're the damn party of law and order. Stop. The people who are brainwashed by this cult leader... Some, but there needs to be some type of national intervention for them. Because this is not America. And this is not the America that I grew up in. And this is definitely not the America I want my son to grow up in. I don't want him to be afraid on election day that if he tells people who he's voting for, that could lead to him getting hurt. Because if I'm in the wrong part of town, maybe not town. Town's the wrong way of putting it. Being in Toledo... I can tell everybody I voted for Joe Biden and I'm not going to get that big a pushback. My wife grew up outside of Toledo, out in the country, in a small town called Delta. She said that there, if she would have said that there as a kid, she would have been bullied. You're allowed to have differences of opinions. You're not allowed to belittle other people. You're not allowed, that's, it violates what our country stands for. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. How can I pursue happiness if you doubt and disagree and fight and belittle every idea that is had? Literally, within minutes of this happening, they were already claiming a new conspiracy theory that this wasn't Trump supporters. That Trump supporters are all little angels. Trump supporters wouldn't do this. Same guy that told white supremacists to stand down. Well, he must have told them in one of his messages yesterday to stand up. 
Maybe it was when Rudy Giuliani stood in front of this group of 30,000 people in Washington, D.C. and said, let's go to the Capitol. Let's have trial by combat. Maybe it was when Donald Trump Jr. came out yelling and screaming and orating the same way in which Adolf Hitler used to that we need to tell the representatives that our voices need to be heard. There's a problem with this logic. Their voices were already heard. They already had the chance to speak. And when they didn't speak, if you chose not to speak in November, that's on you. When you bought into the news and the lies, that's on you. You've been brainwashed. Those 30,000 people I truly feel sorry for. Because they don't live in the real reality of the world. I will talk to everybody soon. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, please send me a message. Uh, You can rate, review, subscribe, all of those great things. A great way to get me more publicity on this. I really would like to keep uh, this rolling and going. Uh, Thank you guys very much. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.